Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better. And dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is The Couple Next Door, script number 181 for broadcast Monday, September 8th. My daughter's birthday. Time, 2.30. The Couple Next Door. Written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Goodbye, Betsy. Goodbye, dear. I'm glad Betsy's back in school. We can get so much more packing done without her underfoot all the time. Good thing you're taking this week off, dear. I didn't really realize how much there was left to be done. Look, one of the reasons I took this week off was so we could drive over to Dodge Center and see Mother and get this darn birth certificate business settled. Honey, we just can't. Now, we have to be out of the house a week from tomorrow. It now, would take us all. just an hour can't. to drive over there. We could stay for no. lunch and drive right back. No. Now, give me a chance to pin Mother down and find out. Dear. Look, if, if it were your birth certificate and you just found out that you were only given... Two initials and a middle name you never heard of before. My golly, you'd be upset, too. I know, and I understand. Well, oh, why does everything always happen at once? Here we are so busy trying to get packed up and moved out, and now this. Well, look, you drive over and see your mother alone. I just got so much to do, dear. There's the baby. He's got to be bathed and fed. Well, I wanted you to come along, too. I don't know no. why Mother went back home last week so quickly. She knew I wanted to talk to her some more well, about this. Well, she was upset. Now, I'll start taking these lamps apart, and the shades will have to be packed separately. And you bring up some boxes, please. Oh, I love the way Mother's so upset. She doesn't seem to think of me at all. You don't seem to realize, I realize that that legally I was given two initials, A and Z, and a middle name, Percy. And I always thought my middle name was Preston. I realize very well. Apparently, your mother was not going to name you Preston after your father's mother. Why? I want Mother to tell me why. She acts a darn mysterious. Why shouldn't I speak to Dad about this? How come he doesn't know about it, anyhow? Oh, look, sweetie. By golly, I am not going to wait and see what's what. I'm going to drive over and see Mother today. No, no, I've got a better idea. You're so excited, you'll just get her in a tizzy. Now, I'll call her up, say we need her to help pack and have her catch the morning bus over. She'll come. And then I suggest that you bring up the subject casually. Casually, she says, when I can hardly think of anything else. Well, believe me, it's the only way to get any secrets out of your mother. Casually. Now, I'll call her up and say we need help packing. No. Be an efficiency expert. Keep your radio tuned to CBS Radio at all times. Because it is a network... CBS Radio can report on important news developments from every corner of the world, even as the news is happening. Its network facilities keep you in touch with men in the spotlight in science, politics, and the arts. As a network, CBS Radio can shuttle back and forth between Hollywood and Broadway, 
so you can spend time with the top entertainers on either coast. It invites you to dance to the music of bands playing in the smartest supper clubs in Las Vegas, Chicago, or anywhere else in the land. You're a spectator at the biggest sports events of the season, here at CBS Radio, too. All of this is possible because a network like CBS Radio is made up of many stations. Stations like the one you're tuned to now, which combine forces to provide you with information and entertainment in the most efficient, most effective way. Well, when you called, I was right in the middle of making apple butter. But I called Martha, and she came over right away. I said you needed me. Well, we did, and it was wonderful of you to come. Mother. In fact, uh, when you answered the phone, I thought it was Aunt Martha. Your voices sound exactly alike. Yes, Martha and Agnes and I all sound alike. And also my other sister in Oregon, Grace. But Effie now. Oh, Mother. oh no, Aunt Effie doesn't sound like the rest of you at all. I can always tell her voice. How is she? Oh, fine, fine. Busy trying to get orders for a Christmas card. Oh, Christmas card. You heard... You heard about what happened to us, didn't you? <laughs> yes. Uh, now, shall I start packing the books on this bookcase? Oh, yes, that would be fine. Mother, I... Here, dear, your, your mother will need another heavy box. Yes, this one is all full. We could tuck some ashtrays in around the edges. Mother. Dear, I think you'll find another box Mother, I want to ask you about my birth certificate. Dear. Now, look, I've kept quiet for an hour. By golly, I, I, I'm going to say something. Well, why get your mother all upset again? She'll get a migraine headache. No, 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 it's all right. I had a feeling that's why you asked me to come over. And I've thought a lot about it since it all came up last week, and I think you have a right to know, son. And I'll tell you on one condition, that you say not a word to your father. Well, why? Dear, why don't you do as she asks, and then you'll at least know. Oh, all right, okay, okay, I promise. Now, I told you, your dad wanted your name Chauncey after himself and Preston after his mother, Chauncey Preston Piper. Yes, yes, ma'am, and you didn't want that. No, I didn't. I didn't want him called old Chauncey and you called young Chauncey. I never liked that. I remember some friends of mine. Oh, a lovely couple. Mother, never mind that. I mean, what I want to know is why my middle name was put down as Percy and not Preston, which I've always thought it was. I tell you, when my birth certificate arrived last week and I opened the thing and I I, I saw myself listed as A.Z. Percy Piper. Now, dear, now, dear, don't get all excited. Sit down. I know the name Percy after my family. I told you that. You are descended from William de Percy. Yes, dear, I know, who fought with William the Conqueror at the Battle of Hastings, all of which I never heard of before. Why, you've heard of the Battle of Hastings? Yes, I don't, I mean, I never, well, never mind. And and then to find out, I've got no first name, just just two initials. I I explained that all to you. There were terrible family quarrels. Nobody could agree. Somebody suggested, your Aunt Effie, I think it was, that we just give you initials. So you could choose your own name when you got older. Then nobody could agree on what initials. So finally, Effie said, put down A and Z. He can pick anything from A to Z. Are you listening? Yes, I am. I am indeed. I still can't believe it, but I'm listening. Well, I wasn't going to have your name Preston. But why? Now let's get right down to it. Why? I've always thought that was my middle name. And so do the Prestons. I never told them what I put down on your birth certificate. I was not going to name you after that woman. What woman? You mean Dad's mother? Grandmother Piper? Why? Don't like her. Never have and never will. Mother, you're talking about Grandmother Piper? You don't like her? I hate her. Mother! I hate her. 
I, I told you, dear, I, I thought it might be something like I that. I don't believe know? it. What? Well, you've always gotten along so well. I, I mean, I don't understand. It was... Mother, this doesn't even sound like you. Well, I never said anything to you children. I don't believe in it. After all, she's your grandmother, and I didn't believe in talking against her. I still wouldn't, I guess, if this hadn't come but up. But I, I mean... Well, I mean, she's all right. She was always nice to us. I mean, she always gave us candy and... Oh, yes. She was always one for showing off. But she never did anything for you. <laughs> Not a thing. How old is she now? Ninety-three. And just as mean and selfish as she always was. Mother! It's just as true as I'm sitting here. She ran your poor grandfather Piper into his grave, trying to pay the bill she ran up, buying pretty clothes, giving garden parties with music and Japanese lanterns. Dancing half the night, kicking up her heels and flirting with all the men. Grandmother Piper, you... She always said, I never let anybody forget I'm a Preston from Charleston, South Carolina. Well, yeah, I guess I have heard her say that, but I mean... She's never done an honest day's work in her life. Never lifted a finger. Always had to have help, which her poor grandfather couldn't afford. Stay in bed half the day, reading books, painting her face. Why, even today at 93... She won't go to the door to talk to the mailman unless she puts lipstick on. Well, Mother, I, look, I know I haven't seen her for ages, but aren't you being a little bit hard on her? I mean, after all, she was pretty, and I suppose when she was younger, she was even prettier. I never thought she was pretty. Oh. Beauty is as beauty does. I never had any use for her. Not that she had any use for us, either. She always thought she married beneath her. Well, I must say, this is all news to me. Well, she must have been a good mother. I mean, Dad's crazy about her. Scared to death of her, that's all. Still is. Cow-tows to her. I don't know why. She's never had a bit of interest in her children or her grandchildren. And she won't even admit she's got great-grandchildren. She still carries on as though she was Scarlett O'Hara. Now, look, Mother, will you? You undoubtedly are prejudiced for some reason. I am. I am indeed. And I'll tell you the reason. I never told anybody this before, not even my own family. But your grandmother Piper is a wicked, selfish woman. I took your sister Dorothy over to visit her in the dead of winter. Dorothy had asthma as a baby, and I had to burn a sulfur candle. That's what they did in those days. And poor little Dorothy was almost choking to death from the asthma. Well, your grandmother Piper didn't care one bit about the baby. She asked me to put the candle out. Said the fumes might asphyxiate her canary. Oh, no. Oh, yes, she did. Cared more about that bird, that yellow canary, than she did for her granddaughter. Well, I packed Dorothy right up and we walked right home, in a blizzard, too. And that's why I wasn't going to have you named Preston after that woman. Well, I must say I don't blame you. Of course, I'm surprised I... I met her only once or twice, but not knowing this, I mean, I, I thought she was just very charming. She's a great one for that. She can put on the charm. Well, I must admit, I've certainly got an entirely different picture of the situation. I never had any idea. Of course, we never saw her very much. No, she never wanted you around. Made her feel old. Look, does Dad know you feel this way about her? No, no, I never talked about her. After all, she's his mother. But I've got eyes and ears, and I knew what was going on. Well, I don't know how you kept from saying something. I'm sure most women would have. <laughs> I'm sure I would. <laughs> well, I guess Dad would be upset if he knew you didn't put Preston for my middle name on the birth certificate. So, knowing all this, I'll... All right, I'll do as you say, Mom, and not tell him, but... Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should tell him. Oh, but his mother and all the Preston relatives would be terribly upset. Yes, I know. 
Mother, what that, that that's that's like revenge. As you said, why stir up trouble again between the two families? I mean, that'd be spiteful. Mom, that's not like you. Well, that may be. But after all these years, I think I'll speak my mind. Can't you do something? I'm trying to. I'm trying to get packed up here. Top of everything else. I don't know what to wrap these pictures in. I don't want the glass broken. The moving men aren't too careful. I mean, can't you do something with Mother? She's on the phone now calling Dad and asking him to drive over here. I think it serves your grandmother right if she does find out you weren't named after. Anybody who'd turn a sick baby out into a blizzard deserves some come up and (laughs) hand me that other picture. I I, I am shocked. I, I really am. My grandmother is a, is, is a poor old lady. I'm sure she would hate to hear you calling her that, Look, dear. I can understand perhaps why Mother has never liked her. But for, I mean, but for both of you to be so cold-blooded about that, I mean, it... Well, I just never realized that women could be so vindictive. No, I well, think... I called your father. He can't get away today, but he'll drive over Wednesday. I didn't say what for. I just said it was important. Mother! It seems to me we're doing all the work around here. Now, get busy and help. I'll get that other box in the kitchen. All right, fine. <laughs> you heard your mother. Get busy and help, dear. I don't care what <laughs> my grandmother did or what she is as a person. Look, she's 93 years old. I'm appalled that my mother can be so revengeful. That's just what it is. It's, it's revenge. Like mother. Oh, honey, be revenge. Just revenge mother. so much as is the fact your mother's had down her conscience all these years that she secretly did not put Preston on your birth certificate. I think now that it's come up... She feels she'd better face the consequences of telling them. You realize what an explosion that's going to cause in the two families? Mother's family, Dad's family, and dozens of people involved? Mm-hmm. Well, there'd be a terrible family mm-hmm. row. Yeah, well, it's better just sit back and enjoy it, dear. It ought to be interesting. <laughs> now, come on, darling. Help us pack. We have got to have things ready for the movers one week from today. Okay, okay. You know, I remember I had my fortune told once, and she said I was going to have a fascinating life. That I was one of these people that interesting things were going to happen to. <laughs> well, I believe it. Yeah, and if we started. don't get busy and get moved out, it's going to be very interesting to have the Clayton family move in right on top of us. Now, come on, darling. Okay, now, okay. pack the andirons and put them in that box. Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Ruth Gates and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Stuart Metz, inviting you to listen again tomorrow for The Couple Next Door.